Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Best Wicked Show! I am your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with the ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Bilkington! Ryan, tell us about the show today. Yeah, you bet. I got nothing to throw us off for a moment. <laughs> what? Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> See, this is your cue. Tell us about the show, oh, Ryan, I'm... and then you tell us about the show. But I like to get all the... <laughs> we, we like to jump way off ship really quickly, because that way it's nothing but getting back on. Yeah. That's what you, that's tell what us about the show. Yeah, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Biz for Good show. Today, season four, season ladies four. and gentlemen, season four of the Biz for Good show. Yes, we have been doing this a while. Yeah, we're still and around. And it has People been an amazing ride. fired us yet. So. Nobody can fire us. It's our show. We oh. do whatever we want. Remember, that's, that's our right. saying. We, we do whatever we want we here because uh, it's our show. It's our show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have really? an What are we doing? Yeah, well, you know, we're just sitting down with an awesome person again. Another an amazing, amazing guest. guest. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. So, so um, yeah, today's title of the show is Aspire to Inspire Through Art. Aspire to Inspire Through Art with Whitney Laurent. Laurent. Is that friends, right? Is it? it is. Aha! Uh, oui. I was right. It's Laurent. Laurent. Oh, that's like that. very that's beautiful. Better than I said it. That's gorgeous. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. So, uh, yeah, Whitney Laurent has been painting since age five through her art. One requires self-discovery of synthesizing modernist principles with timeless human desire to understand ourselves. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. So, uh, yeah, Whitney Laurent uh, has uh, was born into a toxic, traumatic environment. She lived through endless brainwashing, homelessness, suicide, physical and sexual abuse, which affected her struggle for a positive mental health. Uh, this was the cause of battling suicide from age 11 through the age of 29. Luckily, she was not successfully on this, and recently she has found her passion to live by being an advocate for positive mental health through art. I love it. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having Welcome me. Welcome to bringing your energy and power and amazingness to the show. Thank you. Thank you. You are welcome. Uh, I think, oh, yeah, that's right. I, you know, after doing this this many times, you would think I would remember that I'm supposed to do something here. Yeah, it's your part. It's your I remember turn. it, yes. The Biz for Good Show is a fun and powerful podcast experience, sharing stories of hope, passion, and the true secret to success, the connection we make by loving. Yes, that's loving and being good. There is so much bad noise in the world. It is time to rise against the noise and flood it with the good. The Biz for Good Show is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Let's get crazy. That's cool, crazy. For all That's cool, crazy for all you people out there. 
We're not just crazy. We're cool crazy. It's totally different than yeah. regular crazy. That's right. It's better. It's better. <laughs> I love it when Linda's on the show. She just looks at us going, oh, my gosh. What some people. <laughs> I'm married to this guy. <laughs> Back there shaking her head. I love it. Well, today we've got, of course, Chrisella on the controls. She is on the controls, but she has also got some biz for bad segment for us we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of discussion if you're open to that uh, whitney to yeah. uh, talk about uh some biz it's <laughs> <laughs> perfect that's perfect perfect segue perfect segment what, what do you think Rosella? what's going on out there in the world yeah well so today i wanted to talk about um something that you might have seen a lot of happening recently with the fires in australia these sorts of things where you buy one item and the company donates an amount back for free. So just kind of like before like I start like talking about this for a little bit, what do you guys think of those types of programs? The only thing I know about it is that some people were like selling kangaroo meat and oh. people were pissed <laughs> off that they were selling kangaroo meat. There was actually meat. a reason for that. I can talk that about that a little bit. That they were pissed off? Oh, well, no, that why they were selling kangaroo oh, meat. Yeah. yeah, that's actually super interesting. Is so, it a good story? Well, it, we it, well, it actually is a train. good story. Yeah, let me. I'll talk about that for a second. So, yeah. so kangaroos are actually in Australia raised kind of like cattle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I so, thought they were like rabbits. It could like be like rabbits. rabbits. Yeah, like giant rabbits. <laughs> they, 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 there's yeah. a lot of them, right? They yeah. Don't have, there are a don't lot have of pouches. them. So they raise them like cattle, and so they also sell their meat like cattle. And so what had happened, this um, company that got a lot of backlash, it was a restaurant. It was in, a Utah company, Yeah, right? in northern Utah. And so they had ra- or they had ordered this kangaroo meat months in advance. Like they were doing like a special burger that was going to be made of kangaroo meat because once a month they bring in like this exotic meat. This month happened to be kangaroo Ooh. meat and it happened at the same time as the fires, fires started hitting public attention. Um, So they came out with a statement. They said, look, we could cancel this, but we're going to keep this order because we made it months in advance. And if we cancel it, we're taking money away from ranchers in Australia who have lost a lot from these fires. So so for us, yeah, it's really weird. We're thinking like kangaroo meat. Like who wants to eat a kangaroo? They're cute. You know, they're like they're exotic, but it's not that once. Yeah. You might like kangaroo. <laughs> but yeah, so but for Australia, it's a completely different mindset around eating kangaroo meat than it is here. And that would be like somebody yeah. not eating a cow because yeah. a ranch burnt down somewhere. Right. It's like, dude, you got to gotta eat. And people got to make the money off of their products. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. With that said, and that is an interesting story, but, but I, I do want to go back to what you're talking about yeah. because this... You know, we we talk about this a lot. Biz for good is 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 the ability to do things without really getting anything from it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the secret of the biz for good. And when it, when a company goes out going, oh, buy a bunch of my stuff and I'll go help somebody else. I'm sorry, that seems a little lame to me. Yeah, a little bit. Um, mm. Really promotional and just kind of gross. Yeah. yeah. It, it, oh, it's like go help them, right? And there go was help a, them. You could tell us about that. Yeah. That hey, we're going to help them. I I don't know. I, I, like so I it'd be better. I can think? see some of the motivation behind it. Like people have their hearts in the right place, where they're like, hey, you know, buy some of this, um, and for whatever you do buy, I will donate like a portion of my my profits, or like I'll donate the amount of this. But 
during with the Australia fires and when that was going on, it got really gross and promotional. Like there were people who were out there like making special sales for it, saying like, hey, you know, a uh, special sale to support Australia, buy this and we'll donate uh, yeah. the, the same sort of thing. Like it, yeah, it just the got story really that, icky. The story that comes to mind when you say that is, and all of my friends are like, hey, did you hear about that one girl who decided to take photographs of her body and sell those and then she donated the proceeds to Australia? I'm like, what? Ooh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's she, let's go she, as far as we can she, go with this thing. She yeah. got over like three million and she had to hire an assistant just to send out like all the photos and handle her emails for her. Yeah. She got that much traction from it. Yeah, she raised a lot mm. of money for yes. it. Yeah. You, you know, if it's a part of your business model, that's one thing. Because yeah, there are companies out there that it's a part of their business model. We you we sell this, we give this much to to right. the the industry, and that's a part of their business model. But when it's something that you just kind of latch onto, I don't know. I yeah, have a hard like time. that's a trend. Should there be? I have a hard trend time. For sure. Should they just yeah. point it to a UNICEF type of thing? They just say you know, we're partners with UNICEF instead of like by. It's not the giving that's the problem. It's the, it's the it's promotional the, marketing aspect. The promotional it, yeah. marketing for their business yeah. to give. Mm. Uh, now, when it's somebody that it's one person, I don't know. I don't know if that's the same. Mm. If it's one person that says, "Hey, I, I'm an influencer, and now I want to give back," that that might be different right. than a corporation. Right. When it gets to be like at the corporation level, then it just feels like you're jumping on a trend to market exactly. your stuff. If it's you know? an influencer and a one person, I could see where where they they want to yeah. make a difference with their influence. Mm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But when it's a company, mm. gosh, ooh, hey, it sounds like a bunch of marketing guys get together and go, <laughs> "Hey, we should jump on this ship." and get some marketing stuff out of this, mm-hmm. some marketing mojo out of it. Mm. And yeah, we have to donate a little bit, but we'll make so much money from people buying our stuff that it won't matter. Like, it's just a marketing expense at that point. So, yeah. Do you guys, and here, here's the big question for me, do you guys buy this stuff? If, if somebody de- says that, would that influence you to go do it? Go buy their thing? So if I got two heads shaking. If no, well, for sure. Sometimes, sometimes. So if it's part of their business model, that's uh, different. Yeah, that's different. Like where they consistently say, you know, we set this up so you buy this, no matter when you buy it, we'll give this back, and it's just part of their long-term plan for giving. Then I think that's different. You know, they might say, you know, they might use it in their marketing every now and then, say, hey, you know, we do this, but like it's not like they're jumping on a trend. For like this one hot in the in the headlines sort of thing. If it's like if it's one of those things where it just seems like they're jumping on a trend, then I won't do it. But if it's something where it's their long term business model, yeah, I will. How do you feel, Ryan? Mm, this is tough because if I if I say I support a company and and they're giving back to Australia for the fires, I'm I'm gonna know that my money is being spent anyways. Might as well go to, to something. Might as well go to something <clears throat> that's uh, currently in need. That was a so for pen. you. Hey, if I'm going to buy it anyway, maybe it would make me buy it from that person because yeah. maybe it would help. Like, let's say toilet how do, paper. How do you feel, Whitney? Yeah. What are you thinking, Whitney? You're deep in thought. I can see you're deep in thought here. Let's let's get the guest's opinion. Yeah, yeah. I like both ideas. Mm-hmm. It really would depend on the mood of my bank account. <laughs> that's well, a, that's fair. there's that yeah. for sure. If you could buy it and had the money to buy it, right. you would. Yeah. You would. I it, probably it would, would. You're like, you know what? Whatever the mindset is, they're going to be helping people, period. Yeah. Because from an outside perspective, you can't really 
you know, judge a book by its cover. Who knows what that company is actually their I true like, I like it. moral is go. behind why they decided to go ahead and go for that marketing tactic. Maybe that they really didn't have a pure heart, but yeah. I don't really want to be the one to take on the hat of, well, let's judge them for it. Ooh, so I'd rather good. just. Oh, man, she's put us in our place. I'd, <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. No, I'd rather no, just buy it. whatever it is and just hope that in my heart they had the right intention. That's that's beautiful. And that's the whole point is I guess it's it's up to us. Mm-hmm. It's us. You know, yeah. if we want to if we want to do that and we purchase it. It, it should feel good to us that we we our mindset is in the right space. And I think that's the big key for the biz for good is that it's all us individually being as good as we can. Yeah. Period. And that we feel good about that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, well yeah. good stuff. That was a good, great conversation. Yeah, yeah very good. <laughs> very good. Very good. You know, you know, I don't care what anybody says. There's still a lot of beautiful, amazing human beings on this planet today doing powerful stuff. And we have one in-house today that we are going to talk to. That's right. Right now? Right now. Well, ask her a question then, Ryan. <laughs> you ask her a question. I always ask the Maybe questions. in five minutes you'll, we'll get to it. Let, let's, let's start the interview. And I'm turning it over to Ryan. Well, thank you. Honored. Oh. Uh, tell us, uh, so we'd like to get a story about um, you being good and doing good and how it's made a difference for you. Um, I don't know. We can start with what you're doing currently or, or go back in time when... Whatever jumps into your head. Whatever. Well, yeah, to answer this question, I think it would be good to preface it. So the what you mentioned in my bio, um, we'll just start there. So my childhood that I was born into was a very toxic environment, and um, it wasn't healthy by any means. So I was involved with homelessness, physical and sexual abuse, um, which really caused a lot of anxiety for me and a lot of depression and was the struggle of battling suicide for many years. And, um, you know, luckily I was able to find something that really was a passion for me to be able to express those emotions. But the reason why, you know, I am doing what I'm doing is because I want to inspire other people that are going through those same situations that I went through that, you know, you don't have to choose alternative routes and you don't have to choose methods that are even more toxic and to keep going down that path that you can change your way of thinking and your way of thinking can then prosper new endeavors. And so the first time that I can ever remember doing good with my business was um, I did a live painting for a gala event. And so basically what that entails is Um, Everyone comes and attends the gala event. The charity was uh, the Children, the Children's Center of Antelope Valley out in Lancaster, California. So what we did was we painted the painting in front of everyone. And then towards the end of the event, we decided to auction off the painting and the money of the painting went to the charity. So the proceeds there went to charity. So that was just one situation. That's awesome. we talk we we talk about we have a lot of folks on the show and we talk there's i mean it's an epidemic suicide is an epidemic and we hear constantly every day another person taking their life yeah and i've had plenty of friends who have been successful we, we have all been touched by this unfortunately and i really i want to know why you're still with us and what mm. what what is 
<clears throat> something that folks, listeners, anybody can hang on to. Why, why did you choose to be a difference in a light instead of just giving up? Well, I mean, I was lost for many years. So, um, you know, it took about, I would say, you know, 10, 11 years of soul searching. And battling. And really almost isolation. Yeah. Just to kind of develop what I self-love. Because I realized that I couldn't, I couldn't count on those around me to give me love. And I didn't know what that was like. So what I had to do was find it within. And I really had to do a lot of soul searching and figure out how can Whitney love Whitney at her core? And what does that look like? And how does that vibrate? What does that feel like? And how did you do that? I mean, what... Is that through meditation? Meditation. meditation? A lot of meditation, yes. And, um, you know, the old Buddhist teaches that one can ha- be happy and love oneself when one reaches out to other people to take care of or reaches out to other things to take care of. Service. So I adopted a, yeah, service. So I adopted a dog at that time. Mm. And the dog, she had to go to the bathroom. And so I had to take her to the bathroom. So I had to get out of the apartment. You know, so I had to break out of my, my, you know, dark apartment, my cozy comfort zone that I was only familiar with and, you know, take her out. And then it just became months and months more of that. And then I actually really cleaned on. This is crazy, but um, I cleaned on to a YouTube channel that I really enjoyed. That was a lady out in New York who's been a landscape designer for 20 plus years. And now she has a channel where she talks all about plants. So I went and purchased a lot of plants and now I'm like a mini horticulturist and (laughs) seeing a new baby leaf grow or like seeing a new sprout grow gave me like reassurance that, you know, I'm, I'm, I shouldn't think these horrible things about myself. Like I'm not a bad human being. I am loved. Um, You know, all these things like the dyslexia that we were talking about earlier. You grow up feeling growing up, yeah, and you grow up feeling like it was a curse. Yeah, that's how I felt. Oh my gosh, is it? It was so hundred percent with you. A curse, and so now I have tapped in to what I call like my superpower of meditation and manifestation, and now I don't see dyslexia as a curse anymore. I see it as my greatest gift. And and you live in your greatness, yes, uh, with uh, with your creativity, with your passion, and your power. This is so cool. This is what we want to spread this, because so many people, they give up. Yeah. We want them to know that they don't, they don't have to give up. They can do something great. They can be a part of this world and ch- create a ripple that does something to the next person that needs them. Yeah. Self-love is huge, huge. Like look yourself in the mirror. What do you, what do you, what does your subconscious tell yourself? Like be aware of that information that your subconscious is feeding your brain on a daily basis. It's hard. Because that is so crucial. It's hard when you when you can't see any positiveness in yourself. Uh, and, and how do you get out of that? How do, you, how do you stop that? That's what we talk about it so often. And me and Ryan have been a lot of benefits uh, for suicide prevention and awareness and anti-bullying. Ryan has like led yeah. the charge on so many of those things. And it still happens more and more. And I just want to know, 
we love meeting folks that have that have came through a, a different side and mm-hmm. are still with us and are being these powerful standing up saying hey you're loved and uh and there you go <laughs> <laughs> so there's a question in there somewhere i'm sure <laughs> do you um in in times i i feel like we battle our inner voices and in the in the these intrusive thoughts that come in, and um, I'm just curious on how you might overcome these intrusive thoughts. Or yeah, so when I have a negative thought that comes up, either about myself or someone else, I literally tell myself to shut up. There you go. I'm like, shut up, go away. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And it's a constant, shut up, go away. Nope, this is how it is. And then I'll say something positive. So. I will sometimes acknowledge it by saying thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing. Now go away. Yeah, that's good. That's nicer. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Now I'm gonna. Now I'm gonna think a different thought. And you can't be so hard on yourself. Like you really can't beat yourself up. Like it took years, you know, to get out. Of, I'm that mindset, you know, and I call it the rabbit hole. But it depends on where that person is in that rabbit hole, and really where they're at, because there's levels of the rabbit hole, you know, and so it depends on where they are how long it's going to take for them to start thinking a different way before they eventually can climb out. But a lot of times you have your hands on the sides of that rabbit hole and your nails are clawing at it. You want so desperately to get out, but you just don't know how or a way to. So make sure that your circle around you is close and loves you because that circle is going to help you. Where did art come in for you? So for me... So for me, art was a, a, a really substantial way where I was able to find my voice. So all of these emotions that I was feeling from suicide and from having like a really negative mental health um, attitude about myself, I was able to put all of these feelings onto a canvas and just let it go. So like I released it. And once I released it onto that canvas, I never took it back. It was just like, it's here. It's here to stay. So how did you... (laughs) Whether or not it's good or bad or positive or whatever emotion. Did you just pick up a canvas one day or did you go to a class or or what happened? I mean, you you just started throwing some paint on a thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that feels really good. Really good. (laughs) Like amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, from a very young age, I've always been very creative. So I have dyslexia. So it's a really bad learning disorder. So I could never do, I still can't do my times tables. It was very difficult for me to read. So everything on like the left side of my brain, like all the logic and the literacy, just didn't really ever like connect for me very well growing up. But then everything on the right hand side, shapes, colors, textures, anything like that was very easy for me. It was always so hard to take exams and tests because I I would need double the time that someone else would. And still, even then, I wouldn't get a good grade. It would be like a D, you know, and that's just because verbal tests would be way better. But the school system works a little bit differently. And so, um, yeah, I just learned that it was very natural for me to gravitate towards creative things and artistic things. And so from a very young age, I would color in coloring books. It was just therapeutic for me just to sit there and just do that. And then I would just paint. And now that I've gotten older, I, I haven't tried to really pay attention to the how or like the when. Right. I've just focused just the on do. the do. Just the do. Take action. I love you it, like people. I like that one. Action is how we succeed. 
we can talk about stuff we can think about stuff but until we do something it's not gonna happen yeah that's powerful awesome so what is your commitment what is whitney's commitment to abyss for good life what does that look like to you so my commitment is to help inspire other people who are feeling you know horrible about themselves who also came from maybe past traumatic situations and environments like I did abusive backgrounds or if it wasn't an abusive background any sort of background you know that was toxic and negative that I want to show them that you don't have to stay there and you don't have to divert to drug addictions which then you end up you know um, killing yourself because of overdoses or, you know, prostitution, you know, because they feel like that that's the only method for them and only way for them. And I want to show them that they don't have to revert to these other negative sources, that there's something in their life that will give them as much passion as what art gives me in an outlet. So I want to help them figure out what that is and aspire to inspire through art. That's love it. That's awesome. awesome. I think it's so amazing that we as humans have the, the capability um once we find that to actually release it and it can be a healing thing i think it's just amazing yeah definitely and and i'm I'm in the process of writing a book and i'm almost done and in, in that not to talk about me but it, we're just on the subject and i think when when people are in that mode i in my book i'm saying go out and explore what your talents are yeah you might find that you like music mm-hmm. whatever or, it is yeah or whatever. skateboarding or skateboarding like you like snowboarding it could be anything needling like knitting whatever it is you yeah. have to test it all test right. the waters and when you find something like latch onto that like your life depended on it because really ultimately like <laughs> your life really? kind of does depend oh, yeah. on it you know <laughs> when you're in that state of mind For sure so yeah For sure uh, any tips? I guess we're kind of in that world right now. Uh, what what tips or a challenge you like uh, the listener to? Or, yeah, challenge, challenge or you know what what raise up. What what do you want our listeners to get from this? Yeah, what I noticed I've benefited the most um, from this last year of running this business has been meditation, like deep meditation. Allow your body to visualize what isn't real. And visualize that and feel what it's like as if it were that? real. What do you mean by that? What isn't real? I, I, I feel that there's some energy there that we should talk about. What, yeah. do, you, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, so essentially every morning what I do is I lay down and I turn on my Pandora station. It's a calm meditation Pandora station. And I just listen to it. And I turn my cell phone on silent. And I allow my mind to visualize the path that I want to go and visualize what that feels like. I visualize the positive energy. I visualize the vibrations. So yes, what I'm thinking about isn't real, but what I'm doing is I'm putting these signals out into the universe as vibrations. And what the universe does is the universe acknowledges it and says, yep, that sounds right and gives it right back. And it takes about three weeks to anywhere from three months, depending on what exactly it is that you're thinking about before you do it. But it's essentially the same thing as manifesting. Mm -hmm. So I live by this. And if anyone is trying to change their outer situation, focus on inner first, because that's where it all occurs. Because it's vibrations. And how did you learn about meditation? I mean, how how did you, what did you do to connect with that? Yeah, good question. Um... 
how did I learn about it? Well, one book that I really like is Louise L. Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. Oh, it's a great book. She was an amazing human being. I actually yes. met her many years ago. Oh, wow. Unbelievable woman. Just yeah. the most power. And she, she only passed away a little while back at like 90-something years old. Oh. Just a, amazing human being sorry she is no she She's is you're right so cool. yeah that, that book is amazing yeah and she has in there how to manifest and how to say positive affirmations to yourself in the mirror and so i started doing that while i was still going through a lot of the traumatic environment and while i was still wrapped up in this really traumatizing abusive you know environment and i started looking at myself in the mirror and saying these affirmations from 14 but it didn't really um, pick up heavily until just this last year. And then I've actually seen things that I'm like, wow, I've been thinking about that for like the last month. That's been one of my meditation things for last month. And look, here it is happening. It's just so crazy. And it brings like tears to my eyes describing it and talking about it because it works. Another book that I really, really like is um, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness. Hold on just one second. I have it in my bag. Ooh. I like the title. Okay. So How to the title, Stop Doubting Your Greatness. The title is You Are a Badass. Oh, How, yes. Oh, yeah. How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life. Yes. Yes, by Powerful. Jen Serial. Jen yeah, I've got yeah. that on Audible. It's mm-hmm. so, so good. good. She, <laughs> she's a no-nonsenser. Yes. Get, get, get off your butt and go to town. I'll have to check it out. I love it. Yeah, that's powerful stuff. Super cool. Wow. So you're you're a learner. Mm-hmm. We talk about this a ton on Always. the show that successful people are learners. You go looking for knowledge. Yeah. And and that's how you move forward. We and and you kind of said it. So many folks they'll sit in their house or their room, and they just kind of melt away, and they don't do anything to 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 get out of that. You've got to do something. Sometimes you're so depressed yeah. and you're so down that, that 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 it's hard to do anything. Yes. What do you tell a person that's so far down that they don't even want to open that book? Get used to being uncomfortable. Ooh. Be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yes. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. So true. Because that's it. what it is is you will feel uncomfortable the first few you know, months that you start to create a new pathway for yourself and the way that you think and the way that you move and the way that you I live your life. It. I love it. Get get comfortable with uncomfortable, Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Somebody has told you that a few times. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm going through um, anxiety <laughs> with freeways lately. Oh, no. So it was beautiful. I took Ryan on a ride to the freeway. <laughs> we were going about 95 miles an hour. And I'm like, is this buggy, Ryan? Is this buggy? And <laughs> No, it's fine. It's fine. What are you doing? It's and I fine. hate, I hate the far lane, and yeah. we were over yeah, there. Yeah, and he's, and you made the mistake of telling me you're like, no, this lane is fine for me. It's that one over there that bugs me. I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, well, yeah. let's go check it out let's then, Ryan. Out, yeah. So we we just wanted to get uncomfortable, and it was beautiful, wasn't it? We had oh, a lot of fun. Fun, yeah. Fun. <laughs> Linda's over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah she's. Welcome. We've been doing good. I mean, sometimes Ryan I'm better than the others. Seat back, and I'm like, you got this, man. You've got this. <laughs> yeah. We've got to. We've got to. Sometimes we have to push ourselves. Yeah. To get out of the yuckiness, we have to hit that yuckiness right in the face. Breathing yeah. helps too. Yes, I noticed been very a lot of times. Yeah, like when you're in an, a, a situation where you feel like a lot of anxiety, you can feel your whole body start to tense up. Everything in your back and your, you know, your lower body. And then if you just take a big deep breath and then let it go. Yeah, breathing has been the single you should most. Do a, you should do a, 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 
meditation, meditation video. Yeah, you got or, a great voice. Yeah, for you it. got a good voice for that. That was, Thank I, you. I felt oh, better yeah. just for saying that, didn't you? Right. Yeah. I like, like I would watch that every day. <laughs> well, you really should do a video. We'll collab. I actually have a guy I listen to uh, all the time for, on YouTube. Uh, my meditation guy. What's his what, name? What is his name? Uh, he's a he's a foreign dude. Uh, I, I freaking love him. What is his the name? The Chakra Nukra. Ooh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is his name? That's your next that's your next channel right there. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Chakra That would be so um, good. Um, what's his name? I like the one guy. This is the guy I listen to. Yeah. Hi, yeah. I'm. He'll say his name. Uh, I'm sure. Oh. This guy is. Good. I love the music already. Yeah. So Thank you for being here, dear soul. I'm Kenneth. Kenneth. From my heart, I welcome you to this guided meditation. From his heart. Kenneth is See? so good, dude. He's deep he right is, there. He is awesome. This is his 18 minute. He has an hour and a half one, dude. So good. Wow. Sweet. I love it. Awesome. All right. Uh, aspire to inspire through art. Give us a quick, what, what, what does that mean? Um, so it is. I know we've kind of talked about it. Go for it. Yeah. So it essentially means that what I'm doing is creating art, but I'm not just doing that. I'm hoping that other people will see the movement that I'm doing and will think, oh, okay, you know, she went through all that then I'm going through this and I could easily do my dreams or I could easily follow the path that I want to do. And so my goal is that you will quit that nine to five and you will go after your dreams. Oh, do it. Nice. Open that business. <laughs> Whitney, thank you so much for being on the show. Tell us where we can find you. Tell us where, where the listeners can, can, can contact Whitney. Yeah, so I have a website. It's WhitneyLaurentArt.com. And then you can also find me on Instagram at WLaurentArt. And that's pretty much that's all y'all need. That's, that's where you can get a hold of you. With you can get a hold of me there. Awesome. Whitney, thank you so much. We appreciate you being on the show and being vulnerable and open and talking. Uh, we need more of that. We need more people out there doing that. Any yeah, last words, you. Ryan? Yeah, thanks so much for sharing. Uh, we do events. Uh, we'll definitely reach out and yeah, I'd love to come. Yes, we, 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 we are connected. due. We are due a, a event for, we've done uh, What's Your Superpower events. We've done, you know, Night of acknowledging, Hope. yeah, Night of Hope, suicide prevention, anti-bullying. Uh, we love being a part of all that stuff. We need to shout from the rooftops that people matter. Yeah. And that they, that they are powerful human beings, every one of us. Yeah. And, and a lot of times the folks that do take their lives are some of the most powerful. Mm -hmm. And we need we need to do whatever we can to stop that. Agreed. Cool. Uh, yeah, so we always right? end the show with the hashtag be good, do good. We say it three times. We get crazy and loud on the third time. Get louder and louder. Okay. So just follow our lead here. So. <laughs> Chrisella's <laughs> off. We're ready for this. Uh, yeah, you got to loosen up. Do some yoga. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it also tells us where to edit. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Hashtag be, be good, good, do good. good. Hashtag be, be good, good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms. 
Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go. Go.